On today's case, Ms. Barron says she feels she's been teaching her partner all the wrong lessons. She says that over the last three years, she's caught Mr. Huntingham with his literal pants down, had to chase another woman around a restaurant, parking lot, and even found herself having to comfort one of Mr. Huntingham's mistresses in her car. Ms. Barron says she thought Mr. Huntingham might tone down his outrageous behavior after she suffered the loss of their baby, but it only made things worse. Now she says she has had enough and she is ready to let him know that she is done and ready to say class dismissed on this relationship. Oh well, let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. This is the case of Barron versus Huntingham. Excellent. Ms. Barron, you've come to court today brokenhearted. You said Mr. Huntingham's deceit has caused major damage to your relationship, and you don't see how you can move forward. Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Huntingham, you are here because you say Ms. Barron is single-handedly sabotaging this relationship. You say she can't let go of your past, and that's the real reason you all are at a standstill. Yes, Your Honor. Let's see if this relationship does have something left in it. I know you all have been together for three years. You don't have children yet. You haven't moved the relationship forward. You haven't gotten engaged, clearly not married. Let's see why you are in court today. Ms. Barron? I still have love for Daniel, but I am to a point where I am fed up. I'm tired of being the one that's always bringing everything to the table, and all he does is eat at it. He's changed so much since, like, from the beginning of our relationship to, like, I can't deal with it anymore. I'm ready just to throw in the white flag. It sounds like you are done, Ms. Barron, and I want to figure out why. Mr. Huntingham, what do you say to your girlfriend's allegations? Well, I love Ms. Barron, and, you know, throughout all our ups and downs, I still, I still want to make everything work out. That's the reason why I'm here. So I really want to find out if there's anything there, because I hear Ms. Barron say there, the love is not the question. But clearly, some stuff has happened. So tell me what has happened since you met three years ago, Ms. Barron. Well, we met through, like, a mutual friend. I do events. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he wanted to pursue me. Um, at the time, I actually wasn't interested. But then over time, he started asking more and more on dates. And then eventually, that grew into love. What did you like about him in the beginning? He was funny. He had a really good personality. I felt like he was pretty low-key and just, mm -hmm. like not necessarily out there, but then I actually got to know Mr. Hannigan for who he is, and things just changed over time. Mr. Hannigan, what attracted you to Miss Barron, other than the fact that she's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous? Just really her personality, her smile, everything. She's amazing still. She's still amazing. Well, how did it go from he was funny and fun to hang out to what you say is sneaky, unreliable kinds of behaviors? Sneaky, lying, and cheating. Ooh. That's, That's what a, it was. The trifecta. Yes. We had such a great bond and connection. I feel like I was with him for so long just because last year, September, I found out that I was pregnant. And then shortly after in November is when I had a miscarriage. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that because you clearly wanted the baby. It was both of our first kid. So I felt like I'm used to seeing, like, my, my parents have been married for, like, 30-plus years, so it's like I wanted that family. And so I stayed to try to make things work. You know, Miss Barron, I want you to take a moment to get yourself <laughs> on a, a little bit of an even emotional kill, because I know that this is extremely stressful. 
I'm mad, I'm fed up, I'm just, I'm over it with that. Just, I thought that things would change after that, but there's just so much that's happened that's just broken us. And I feel like I was broken then and I'm still broken. Miss Barron, I'm gonna tell you, all those emotions, mad, fed up, angry, I think a lot of it is because you're still grieving. You have to allow yourself to grieve before we even deal with anything else. You have to allow yourself to emotionally heal because that loss was for the two of you, but especially for you. But I don't want you to feel like you have to put that on the back burner. You just need to feel what you feel. And you have every right to do that. Was Mr. Honeygam there for you when you all lost your baby? To an extent, but more so my family was. I thought it was something that we would actually become closer. And I just felt like in a lot of, a lot of that time, I was dealing by myself. Why don't you take me back a little bit? Because I get the feeling that there were some things that were going on prior yeah. to the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. What was happening in the relationship? One of my friends had reached out to me. She'd found a profile on social media and said that it was me. And I was like, she's like, girl, is this your page, this and that? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, it was like a fake profile. Right. So I come to find out that Mr. Hannigan literally created a profile to catch listen, me cheating. Listen, You listen, literally listen. went through my followers on social media, added them, and from that point on, you no, were messaging no, them. No, I never, I never. You did message them. I never messaged no one she knows. I would get nothing out of it. How them. do you know he created because it? Because I didn't. And the fact is. Miss Barron, I know for a fact that there are several fake profiles of me online. I know I didn't do it, but. I would never suspect that my husband did it. Why would you suspect he did? Because he's always accusing me of cheating because I work in entertainment. That's why. But that has nothing and to do yeah, with Yeah, it absolutely a does. You. And when you and when you that. came home drunk one night from hanging out with your friends, you absolutely said something about it. You didn't think I caught it, but I did. What did he say? He tried to joke it off like it was just funny. You know, he was like, "You know about that profile, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "You said you didn't do it." And he was like, yeah, but he's like, you know, baby, we be playing. Joanna, I never said you, that to her. Did you create this profile? No, I did not. Then who did? That profile has nothing to do with How me. How would they know the questions I, I to have, ask? I have no knowledge Okay, the yeah, because you're lying. I have Ms. no but, knowledge. Ms. Brand, why would he do something like that? What was going on in your life that would make you think he would do something like that? Because that's so creepy and weird. He was upset with the fact that I'm always out. And the thing is, I come home to him. I go out, but I invite him to come out with me. He decides that he doesn't want to be there, so I go alone. I uh, but Miss Barron, that's your job, and but he Mr. Honeygam said that that's something that attracted him to you was that you were outgoing. Yes. Um, Until we started dating, and then things changed. Like he became like jealous. Was there anything about the profile that led you to believe he did it? What was there? It was the specific people that were added, conversations that were had, and it, I feel like there were only things that Mr. Hannigan would know. So in other words, there were too many red flags. Yes. Within the content of the fake profile that let you know that it was somebody close to you yes. that actually created it. Yes. Well, Your, yes, Honor, Your Honor, I need to know those red flags because I didn't make, you the, know I didn't make the profile, so. But I know one thing, you're a cheater. What makes you say that you have actual proof? He was like, I want to take you out someplace nice for dinner, but I actually have to work. So I said, I probably won't be able to make it. I felt bad, so I wanted to surprise him. So I drove out to the restaurant. I see him at the table, fine dining with this Build-A-Bear heifer.
Was there anything else that makes you think that he's sneaky? He goes through my phone, Your Honor. One night I was at an event, okay? I work with artists. So one night I was leaving and he asked to walk me out just to make sure that I got safely to my car, right? So I'm getting to my car, you know, we're saying our goodbyes. He gives me a hug and literally lurking out of the, out of no, I'm, I don't know where he came from, Your Honor, but came out of nowhere. Here come this fool with his homeboys confronting my friend. That's not what happened. She was about to get in the car with the guy. Her hand was on the door about to open the door. He, oh, he put his hand, hand on, the door, on the door, on the, to... on the knob, to make sure that I got into my car safely. If I was not there, Your Honor, she would have went in the car. I would have not gone with him. I have never gone with anybody. Okay, but here's my question. Did you see her doing something at that time? Yes, I saw her hugged up with the guy, walk into the car. Like, she's not... his girl. No, absolutely not. Not just, not. like, on no friendly absolutely not. walk into you the car. You say they were walking out the arm in arm. Yes, yes. And then what happened? I heard them say, you're gonna make it home and be just fine. So do you actually think that she was cheating or were you just being sneaky? Listen, I think I caught her before anything could happen. Well, That's I can I tell you as a former prosecutor, you should have stood there and waited because you have no evidence that she was doing anything untoward. The point You were stands. uncomfortable with what you saw. Is that fair to say? Me and everyone that was with me. You it and everyone regular. that was with you? It okay, but regular. you have no evidence of that. But I know one thing, you're a cheater. So we just heard his, quote, suspicions, but you claim that he's an actual cheater. Yeah, his suspicions are insecurities, Your Honor. So why don't you tell me what makes you say that you have actual proof? Daniel took a trip with his friends. He texted me when the, once the plane landed and he's about to get off the plane. He was like, hey, baby, you know, I want to take you out someplace nice for dinner. You know, get ready, get sexy and everything. And I said, okay, babe. And I was like, but I actually have to work. So I said, I probably won't be able to make it. Before that, he actually told me where he was going. I felt bad, so I wanted to surprise him. So I went home, changed, got, got nice and sexy for him, drove out to the, to the restaurant that he was at. I go inside, I see him at the table, fine dining with this Build-A-Bear heifer, okay? <laughs> he was all cuddly and stuff like that. It was, it was a fairly nice, she's kikiing in his face. The hell are you smiling about with my man? Okay, at this then, point... Oh no, sweetheart, because I'm not gonna give you an opportunity to lie about this. Then, while I'm outside, I see the two of them frolicking, all cuddly, talking mess, you know, just all sweetening to each other and everything. First of all, I want to know how he paid for it, because the last time he took me out, it was like struggling to find out which card you're going to use. And this girl actually confronts me, because I'm like, Daniel, what the is going on? And what does the lady say? Well, mm, who are you? And it turned into words between the two of us. It escalated to the point where now we about to get the scrap in, and she's talking about she about to pull a strap on me, and she starts chasing me in the parking lot. It seemed like every time something happened, it's always a new friend. That's my friend. Where did this friend come from? And you just got off the damn plane. Your Honor. Sir, were you with... Yes, yes, ...this Your Honor. woman within yes, an hour at the same restaurant you asked Miss Barron to meet you at? Yes, Your Honor. One day, I go to his job, and they're like, oh, Danny's not here. So... Boop, 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 boop. Locator, you're about 15 minutes away. I'ma pull up. I go inside the house. I hear noises coming from the kitchen. I see him getting his engine revved, Your Honor. Now listen.
If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Now, when you came outside, was Miss Barron out there in the parking lot? She, she was there. And did she confront the other woman or the other woman confront her? Did they have an altercation? They did. Did the woman identify herself as your friend? Yes, she did. Now tell me who this lady was. Okay, so this was just a friend. I'm a friend for many years at that. When did she get invited to join you for dinner? After Ms. Barron told me she didn't want to come to dinner with me anymore, I invited my other friend, and... So, question. Yes. Under what set of circumstances do you think it's appropriate to invite another woman out to the romantic restaurant that you had just told your girlfriend, please get dressed and get sexy for me because I want to take you out? Under what set of circumstances is that okay? Well, it wasn't so much about the romantic restaurant. It was just what I wanted to eat when I came back to Atlanta. That was our spot! That, that was, was that our was spot. Mr. Honeygam, I'm going to tell you something. Remember when I said to you, you didn't wait long enough to catch her doing something? Yeah. She sure as heck waited long enough <laughs> to catch you doing something because you did not need to be at that restaurant with that woman under any set of circumstances. But that was the thing, Your Honor. My friend, she never came at her in the wrong way. She introduced she herself as a friend. Why is she asking me who I am? And she, she should know who I am. Mr. Honeygam, why didn't you say this is my girlfriend? I did. So why would she try to fight me then? So why did it become an altercation? Because of how she's carrying herself about the situation. It's legit just my friend. She had no intentions of arguing with her or fighting her. She shouldn't have been there to begin with at our spot. Me and her have... That's like me having another man in your bed. Okay, Mr. Honeygam, I'm going to tell you this right now. You were wrong to do that. Plain and simple. It was inappropriate. It was disrespectful. And if, in fact, you were going to invite somebody else, the easiest courteous thing to do, respectful thing to do when you are involved in a relationship with someone that you just asked out to that same restaurant. Hey, babe, if you can't make it, I still need to finish this business with Susie. I'm going to ask her to meet me at the restaurant. If you get off early, why don't you roll through? I'll try to stay, and we can all have a drink. Oh, there's more. Mr. Canning and I were at my place. This was before, like, we had actually moved in together. Like, we had separate spots for a while. And I just get out of the shower, I'm fresh in my towel and everything, and he's laying on the couch with my cat, watching TV, eating some snacks. There's a knock on my door. I'm like, baby, you expecting somebody to be here? He was like, nah. I said, all right. So the knocking, like, it's like more like vicious at this point. And I'm like, who the hell? So I walk up to kind of look through my people and I hear a woman's voice saying, Daniel, I got your money. Excuse me? So he's trying to block me from getting out the door to see who this person is, I open the door and there's a girl standing outside of my apartment crying. I'm asking her, who is she? She tells me that she's his other girlfriend. He told me that I couldn't go to his place because his roommates at the time were a-holes. And he was like, I'm not gonna put my baby through that. Yeah, it's cause he was living with her and allegedly he took her virginity too. He was traveling with this girl behind now- my back Wow. He took several trips that were supposed to be guys' trips behind my back. This is old news she's giving out. This was from the beginning of the relationship, and we moved past it. We moved we past even, it? Yes. Wait, one this second. is showing that you are actually a cheater. You're not denying it, so obviously it's true. Miss Barron, I just want to be real clear about this. Mr. Honeygan, 
another woman came to Miss Barron's house and confronted her at her house? Did that actually occur, sir? It, it occurred. So you were... Listen, we've been together three years. Oh, this was the first more, year we were together. There's the more, Your first Honor. Year. We're talking about two, more, Your Honor. two years ago. Oh, you want to get more recent? Yes, I'd love to oh, get more recent. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? Mr. Hannigan works as a mechanic, right? Sometimes he does house calls and a lot, but for the most part, he's at the shop. One day I wanted to surprise him at lunch. I go to his job and they're like, oh, Danny's not here. And I said, okay. So me being the investigative person that I am, I'm on my phone. Boop, 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 boop. Locator, you're about 15 minutes away. I'ma pull up. So I get there, I'm in the driveway. I see his car is parked there. The garage door is up, right? So I'm like, oh, my baby might be dead or hurt inside. Let me go check and see what's happening. So I go inside the house and I hear noises coming from the kitchen. Next thing you know, I see him getting his engine revved, Your Honor. Wow. Now listen, listen, the wow. biggest part of that story was I intentionally did that. She had my location, I'm not a dummy. Sir, did she walk in to a house and another woman was giving you a was that happening? That's all I want to know. That that's did, it all, that's that all did I happen, know. but something else happened that led up to it with the um, cause and effect. You that didn't just happen out of the her, blue. Literally. Because why would she still be with me? Why would she Dude, still be with me? There is not a daggone thing I need to hear after that. Sorry. I don't know. I don't care how it started. I don't care how it ended. All I care is that you are a sorry somebody to even come into this courtroom and try to make any case for anything. I don't know why she's so angry, because I wouldn't even have anything to do with you. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna tell you something, Ms. Barron. You are a beautiful young lady. You clearly are successful at what you do. You are wasting your time with this man right here. The saddest thing that happened to you was that you lost your child. The best thing that happened to you is you don't have a child with him. It is time for you to move on. You are so sorry. That don't even make no sense. I really never meant to hurt you or none of this. You always say you never meant to hurt me, and you did. You know everything that we've been through. You know every, and I've always taken you back because I had faith in you, I believed in you. You said that we would be good, we would work things out, and we haven't been able to do it because you don't stop breaking my heart every time. You don't stop breaking my heart. I can't do it anymore. See, there are some cases where you just say, it's time to go. I don't even know. I don't need to hear anymore. That's enough. Listen, three strikes, you're out. He would have been out the first time. I know. But that last time, she walked in on him being serviced. Mm. Oh, he lucky he still has an Adam's apple. <laughs>